Jorge here. So that was what, like two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. I think when when me and Luis are together, some sus is about. Bro, it's, 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 always it's, bound, it's bound to come out. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with being a little sus. I, I don't either, but I, like, there's a lot. There's nothing wrong. There's yeah. just. I think I encourage it. I actually think it's kind of funny. I think like, that's my job too. With like uh, <laughs> certain Hispanic guys that are like kind of like classic. Oh, like, bro, there's retro, so you know? machismo and like super. <laughs> like a single homophobic. gay joke will just like, yeah, set them the fuck off. Dude, for sure. It's not even that bad. It's like some guy smacks your ass. I think it's because I got exposed to it at such a young age of like older guys always fucking with me that I'm like oh it's just fine like older guys a, would always do yeah, that with you. cause I was like a sophomore on the varsity team which wait put that down like I'm not like I'm, like I'm like I'm not gay but I could be what huh hello beautiful people welcome to bro taste this we break down wine talk about Luis's digestive issues and Juan's political issues and I'm a great listener. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Bro Taste This, where we break down wine, food, news, and our childhood trauma. I am George, and joining me is Luis Pablo and Juan B. <laughs> this week we'll be talking about the labor strike and the and the upheaval yep, in ahead. Kellogg's. Man, your English has gotten really good. What's the worst thing you can find in a Paw Patrol backpack? And then we'll go into what it's like being an older brother. Beautiful. Thank That's you for terrible. joining us on episode <laughs> six of Bro Taste This. Upheaval. Oh, P was a, that's a tough word to say. It was, it was, it yeah, threw it's me like off. a seventh grade word. It, yeah, threw me, it threw me for a turn there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of the, did you guys ever do well in spelling bees? No. No? I was, I was pretty good at that. That's stuff. like my, that's, that's not my subject there. No? Spelling? No. I'm, I'm a, I'm a science math type of guy. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't really require like English or. Right, right. Or stuff, speaking in general. Yeah. Stuff that just requires. Do you just need memorization? Brains? Yeah, memorization. Juan, you did well in spelling bees. Yeah, I did pretty good at spelling, reading, and geography. Like do you knowing. read now? I mean, yeah, still, yeah. Like, do you read a book? Yeah, I have my my um room and my my dresser is full with like ten books. Are they like real books or are they like? Nah, man, they're young adult novels. Like you got, it's like Twilight Stone, and yeah. Harry Potter. Right. Yeah, shit the like outsiders. that. Those are real books. Fahrenheit four five one. Yeah, yeah, you know, real uh, Kafka <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, Mein Kampf. <laughs> Think and grow rich. Uh, I'll send you a picture of my stuff. Yeah, please do. Put we'll post it in the, in the description down below. Uh, welcome, uh, boys. How are you guys feeling today? I'm great. Feeling great, great, beautiful. I love to hear that. Yeah. Are you well? I feel great. I had a good week. That's it's great. fall. It's great. To, it is fall. Fall is upon us. Uh, we didn't have Jay mother effing May last week, but he's here, and uh, he took some time off. He had to get uh, his butt removed because it was too large. So we're glad that he made a quick recovery. But welcome back, man. No, thank you. Appreciate. How was it. the process? How was the recovery? It was tough. It was tough. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, does it, it hurt to sit down? Yeah. No, actually, actually a lot more comfortable. You yeah, because you got less ass. To, right, to right. Sit it was, on. Right, exactly. That's good, mm-hmm. man. You were you were looking a little, little sus there for a minute, mm-hmm. dragging that that wagon back there. Mm-hmm. But 
mm-hmm. we're glad that you uh, you're back and you're healthy and that can actually bring us to our wine of the week boys this <laughs> week we got campo viejo red blend have you guys heard of campo viejo before never i've seen the label before at the wine stores whenever you go shopping but i've never actually picked up that that bottle and tried it out it's pretty okay. it is very pretty so pretty. uh this is the red blend uh this is a 2019 the blend is composed of let's see let's see let's see where is it from Luis? this is a spanish wine i hope so oh there we go uh, it's got 66 percent tempranillo 17 percent grenache and 17 percent boba so it actually is only aged for four months so it could be a pretty heavy wine it's, really um, it's really highly sweet. aromatic and expressive wine that combines all three of the previous grapes mentioned bringing a different dimension and nuance to a smooth blend that is easy to enjoy uh boys cheers cheers everyone. everybody Bing. what i would say about this is that whoever's just getting the wine this is a great one to to have it's just real wow smooth and fruity and it's recommended to be enjoyed a little bit more chilled so i did have it chilled mm-hmm. um drink it at about 50 to 65 degrees which is like refrigerator temperature essentially um it is pretty bold i'm not gonna lie spanish wines usually are but this even feels more so uh, but it's very smooth it's very dark it's a very very dark dark wine a lot of not a lot of legs actually a uh, very smooth finish uh george what are your thoughts on it like i said fruity Easy to drink. Big, bold. Solid. It's a, I think this is our better. i drink this. I would drink this. I think this, this has been my regularly. favorite wine we've done so far. I would drink this regularly. Absolutely. Wow. Um, so. I think it's a little basic. <laughs> not very complex. <laughs> it is yeah, not it's, complex. It's not at complex, all. no. It's, it's just fruity. That's all it, it is. It is very right. much just fruity. Right. It's like. Maybe that's why I like it because it's yeah. so easy to drink. It's so chill. I wish I don't know. I wish it was a little earthier. It had a little bit more going on. Yeah. Or you don't di- like the fact that it's just bold and fruity. It's just I don't know, purple fruit, plums. It's, I don't know. I feel like it tastes nothing but purple fruit. I feel like this is. If you told me this came from a box, I wouldn't doubt it. Because it is just very mm-hmm. bold and easy to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is very easy to drink, smooth. Yeah. This uh, would be uh, for uh, people who are just trying wine and want to just try, like, hey, you know, I've heard uh, big wine is, is good. I'd recommend this. You don't really need this with a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't really need this with anything. So if you just want to have a, a nice chilled wine that isn't going to be too dry. If you want a then, glass of wine at, like, 11 a.m., Oh, this is sure. the one. Bold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could you guys guess on... Out of five stars with the uh, average review is? Uh, George, what's your guess? 3.9. Uh, Juan? 2.3. It's actually 4.4. 4. God damn. So it's quite a high... But I think it's because it's so easy to drink. The people mm-hmm. are wrong. Yeah, I think for the occasion, you really could just have this with anything. It's fucking cheap, too. This I was, knew it was. This was only like 18 bucks. Oh, shit. I thought it was cheaper than that. I thought it was like oh, $8. Man. Oh, no. You think I'm going to bring that shit to an episode? Well, I don't know, maybe a test. <laughs> no, that was that would be dog shit. Uh, so overall, <laughs> two out of the three of us like it. 
I like it, but you don't love it. I don't think it's like a special occasion type of wine. Yeah. I would I would keep it like an everyday Monday through yeah Wednesday type of wine. If but you, like I wouldn't bust this out on Friday on date no. night. No. If you had a friend over who's like, oh, you got anything to drink? You're like, well, I got this wine. Yeah. You know, and you don't like really like him, but you're forced to hang out with him because your girlfriend's best friend's his girlfriend. And so now you kind of have to be like cool with him. Or if you drink California Reds and are used to very Ooh. fruity stuff. Yeah. This is a good segue into like uh, European wines. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go into the weekly news. Uh, as always, Juan is our politician here at Bro Taste This. We leave him in charge to just about all the news. And this week, my guy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this week, uh, we're gonna speak about the labor strikes that have been going on across the country, but more specifically at Kellogg's. That's so, yeah, that's right. Um, this week specifically, there's been a lot of labor and strikes going on all over the country with COVID pushing a lot of corporations and companies to work their companies. Uh, work their companies on a bare bones staff level the last few years you know due to kind of covid and a lot of sending people home a lot yeah. uh, a lot of people quitting so it's pushing a lot of different workers especially workers who have union representation all over the country to use that representation to flex their muscle a little bit yeah. and stand up to certain bosses all over their country for example right now we have 2,000 Buffalo hospital workers, 2,000 Washington carpenters, 1,000 Alabama miners, God damn. 700 Massachusetts nurses, 450 West Virginia steel workers, 420 Kentucky whiskey workers, 350 Denver janitors, 300, and 300 LA aerospace manufacturers, 200 Reno bus drivers, 100 Pennsylvania teachers, uh, 75 San Antonio Symphony musicians, and 50 West Virginia machinists on strike right now. Jesus. In addition to that, surpassing that right away, uh, talking about potential strikes among these uh, next following groups and institutions, we have 65,000 amongst the film and setup workers in Hollywood right now talking about a potential strike. So that's 65,000. 37,000 for the Kaiser healthcare workers in Oregon and California. 10,000 John Deere manufacturing workers and thousands of grad students at Harvard, Columbia, Illinois State, and 20,000 California State University faculty members. All of these strikes are going on right now. Meanwhile, none of these things are ever covered in no. everyday uh, news stations that you would follow, like your CNNs, your Foxes, MSNBCs. None of those things really ever cover labor as a whole. You can't even name one labor reporter off the top of your head. That's like a profession that's left for dinosaurs, essentially, right. at this point. It's not really field coverage either. Like when you see this, it's mostly through like uh, social media posts of people all, you know, getting together and doing this. Um, I was going to ask you guys uh, before we start getting into some more facts about it. Do you think that part of this has to do with uh, people just feeling 
completely fed up with the last couple of years of not only labor intensive but just the general uh feeling of doom and gloom and this is just how people you know people are just fed up and they're just going to protest no matter what i'd say to an extent obviously people are are going to strike when you know the going gets tough because i mean some of this some of the way that these people are being treated is absolutely ridiculous yeah but it does not help that at the end of the day it's been i mean it feels like three four years of just absolute disarray of what has been a normal workplace for every single situation yeah and in the case with like a lot of these numbers that we just mentioned like the john deere um uh, those particular workers though a set up workers in hollywood all of these institutions are essentially taking on people that are have monopolized their business yeah like uh John Deere controls all of, Pretty the, much all ba- of basically the majority of uh, farming equipment, farming equipment yeah. and and the repairs to that. Like you can't even repair uh, a piece of um, a tractor without taking it to the dealership because they have to put their own proprietary right. software on it. Well, it's like all warranty focused. Exactly. I mean, that, that equipment is just insane. So yeah, they don't. So they don't even have the rights to repair. So the like a lot of these workers are standing up to these companies that they know have huge pockets um and like the kellogg's workers like in some of the notes that we were talking about how yeah there's an interesting uh quote here by trevor uh Beidelman, the local union president at kellogg's flagship plant in battle creek uh said that they don't really have weekends and quote we just work seven days a week sometimes 100 to 130 days in a row for 28 days the machines run then rest three days for cleaning they don't even treat us as well as they do their machinery exactly so when you hear like stories like that and how they're doing those things pushing their workers to those levels and yet they're still gonna in their next round of negotiations gonna try to cut their benefits cut their pay they're gonna try to introduce um more temp workers essentially into all those plants so that they can pay them a fraction of the price of what they were paying like yeah the you know the proper full-time livable wage that they used to be paying to these union workers for for example like i was reading that the wage that these kellogg's workers were dealing with was 36 dollars an hour um after on average after uh, their union negotiation so that's what they're trying to protect right yeah like if, if you don't have a union you're never gonna see a number like that you're never gonna i mean you're that, never gonna work yourself like hard enough to no. go from 15 dollars to 30 some dollars without changing your position or career entirely right that wage increase is not going to happen in the same position meanwhile like a unionized factory will have wages like that and then right down the street a non-unionized factory will literally be paying their workers half of the wage that they're paying them down the road no absolutely and the way that they can get away with you mentioned it earlier with not paying people that way is uh just hiring temp works and that's what Kellogg's is trying to do right now. They're they're like, well, why would we hire somebody full on? We can just get temporary work in. These union workers are going to make up for the hard work and just get the temp worker to fucking clean, mom, do the basic shit. And then once their contract runs out for like three months, get another temp worker in, get another temp worker in. So, no, I mean, it's ridiculous. And the crazy thing about it, uh, Kellogg's is a, well, actually referencing an article in the just want to make sure the philadelphia inquirer that we'll put in the description below if you guys want to read it 
done by I want to get the name of the author because he did Will a really Bunch. good job. Yeah. So the crazy thing that I didn't realize was that Kellogg's actually made a profit of about 1.2 billion in the year of 2020, which is fucking ridiculous. Because Kellogg's, you walk down any grocery store, I mean, every cereal, most of yeah, most of the cereals, but a lot of like the breakfast stuff, even like some of the bread is all Kellogg's. Snack bars. Yeah, any of the snack stuff is all Kellogg's. Um, and the CEO, Stephen uh, Cahillane, made about $11.6 million in 2020, uh, or the shareholders boosted by a major stock buyback. So, I don't actually, I must have misread that, but yeah, uh, the CEO made $11.6 million. Which is fucking ridiculous in and, one year, and in I mean the COVID year. And I mean, like, let's just reiterate what you just said. They, um, quite literally invested in stock buybacks. They yeah. tried to inflate their right their stock prices so that the CEO could appear to be richer than he really is, so that his yeah. company evaluation would look better than it really is. Yeah. Rather it's, than it's, like investing in their workforce or keeping that money to pay workers. Yeah, and you guys, I'm sure, remember what it was like during those first couple weeks of COVID where, I mean, the stuff that was being bought out the quickest at every grocery store was stuff like cereal, pasta, ramen, stuff that like... Dry goods. Yeah, dry goods. Mm -hmm. And it was a pandemonium every time when you're like, dude, I just... I remember at the time, my parents actually bought toilet paper in bulk. And right around the time is when it like started to run out. So they just sent me to the store and dude, every week... Like, anytime you'd go to the grocery store, it was hectic. And I was just trying to buy a couple rolls of toilet paper, but all these dry paper goods, like, you know, cereal, like what I just mentioned, were being bought the quickest because they can just sit in the shelf for the longest. So, I mean, it's no surprise that a, a big company like Kellogg's made such a good profit in the year of COVID, but it is kind of surprising that the people that helped do that isn't necessarily the CEO. It was the the very very needed uh workers that were working the factories that kept everything going yeah damn right so did they have a more profitable year last year than most years or uh i know kellogg's does pretty well already because they're such a big company but that number of 1.2 billion um it'd be interesting to see that yeah that was an all-time high yeah and they had hit it in like three quarters of they had hit their goals during their third quarter of the year. Rob. Can I actually look it up in 2019? Um, maybe we can actually do some reports. So, yeah, they actually, it is public information. So, their 2019 annual report. Yeah, it's a big profit. Definitely. That is an insane profit. I mean, the CEO, 11.6, that's, I feel like as a CEO for a company like Kellogg, that seems like a, yeah. like, a nor like a normal salary of a CEO of a company that big. I, I feel like normal is compared to whatever you pay some of you like your lower tier employees because yeah. that's like the formula that's that's employed in right. a majority of uh, quote unquote democracies where they basically have like CEO pay caps where a CEO can only be paid like 400x what you pay the lowest employee in your company or some number like that and like while we used to have numbers that were kind of similar to i don't know 100x or like 20 50x 
um, ever since like the seventies, that number has just skyrocketed into like the hundreds and like a thousands x. Yeah. Where the CEOs are taking, just they they're taking uh, just a, a majority of the pie compared to what they were taking just 30, 40, 50 years ago. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at their numbers here on uh, WSJ Markets, uh, WSJMarket.com, uh, and yeah, I mean, it is pretty ridiculous compared to the other years. Uh, their sales grew. They were actually down in 2019 a uh, 1.7% and ended up going up by 36% Jeez. in 2020 alone. Jeez. So they did what? pretty well. Uh, That's cool. <laughs> their, look at this. Net income growth was actually down tw- negative 28.14% in 2019. And in 2020, it was 30.31%. Uh, the year before that, 2018, 6.54% uh, income growth. The year before that was 80%, which is pretty ridiculous. Um, so they must have done something different or acquired some company for that to grow that much. But yeah, I mean, it is no, <laughs> it is no small feat. Net income growth is up 30 fucking percent in the year of 2020. That is absolute lunacy. Wow. Very surprising. Um, do you guys, again, do you guys feel like this would have happened even if it wasn't for COVID? Like, obviously, Kellogg's and companies like this maybe wouldn't have had such a crazy year. But at the same time, do you feel like people just I are mean, fed up about minimum wage and you think this is going to happen eventually? Okay. COVID just expedited it? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like it Co- was the catalyst to be like, yeah. all right, you know, you've been overworking us and finally this is this is enough. Like we've had it and because you see that even in like restaurants, like I keep seeing video probably every week of like restaurant having to shut down because all the staff walks out. And I know that's been a common theme on this podcast and what we talk about of, you know, very poor work environment in a restaurant, but even more so like working during COVID was God fucking awful for all of us. And for everyone who did it, I mean, you were called an essential worker. And then when you asked for a raise, it was like, whoa, <laughs> you weren't that essential. <laughs> we, <laughs> Those we, pats on the back were supposed to be enough. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, was this going to happen eventually? Cause I think the answer might be yes, but it just depends on. I do think COVID accelerated it though. Right. And it made people, um, it, it woke a lot of people up that didn't see their job as that essential almost you know they they were like oh shit well i'm on the front line i'm a cashier i have people in my face spittling in my face all day i'm handling cash i'm handling people's credit cards like i'm touching what they're touching. exactly i'm taking a risk during these particular times and my compensation doesn't act like show for it right i mean you look at fast food restaurants essential walgreens and cvs and all these other pharmacies essential grocery stores essential and those are the people we pay the least yep like generally those are the people we pay bare minimum wage and we try to hire like kids in high school like the most low level income that we can possibly do yeah so they can keep paying them low amounts right and it's it's kind of ridiculous and i hope that this actually means that going forward we're able to get some change and i mean like on some of the notes that we had here we had a few charts by the Economic Policy Institute where we were looking at worker productivity, compensation, and union membership from 1950s to 2018. 
and it just showed how for a long time productivity and um, productivity and compensation were tied together because union membership was high yeah so that union memberships or unions in general could go to the bosses and be like yo your workers are producing like motherfuckers right now you better yeah. like show them the coin to, to pay for it um and they would and for a long time that was the case until about like 1980 1980s where it looks like uh the charts kind of diverge and the percentage of change in compensation and productivity exactly so we'll have these charts in the description down below if you want to take a look at them um but yeah no it's absolutely ridiculous uh what they were able to suddenly change in the 1980s when when union membership started going down right uh, while productivity still skyrocketed and right. while those hourly compensation and productivity used to be tied together because union membership was high and like that was a good angling you know uh negotiation tactic right. but that since union membership got cut that was no longer a tactic that could be employed right. and you see kind of this trend in the chart where productivity literally starts in the bottom left corner and then just progressively hits the top right corner of the chart and you see union membership go start to go up and then right around 1980 just go straight to the bottom right and I remember seeing stuff uh, last year and the year before where Amazon was actually making fake Twitter posts in order to to bust that union people. movement yeah. in Alabama, right. the best from Alabama exactly. union they part. They were literally yeah. creating fake Twitter posts saying like, "Man, I hate what the unions would bring to my workplace." Dude, they had they had posters in the stalls in the bathrooms at yeah. those plants that would have anti-union messages, which is crazy to hear about. So it'd be like pictures of like celebrities as their Twitter profiles that were just probably some software built them all. And yeah, I mean, people were able to look into it and see that all the emails are fake emails. They were just created on the fly and just spam tweet like anti-union membership propaganda. It's fucking crazy. Like at the end of the day, you just got to make sure that workers are being taken care of. Like, especially in a place like Amazon any one of these factories they're gonna try to create a union well i mean they haven't before but it looks like the conditions are meeting for that now yeah yeah i feel like it's simple like you just just don't take advantage that much like obviously whoever made the company the higher up should be making more money but like as as i mean everything gets higher every year like every year wages should be going higher every year you should be making more money but your people should be making more money like yeah it's not it's not at least in my mind it's nothing against them and how much they make like right they took all the risks they deserve yeah. to make a crap ton of money yeah 100 yeah but these people also deserve to make more money each year yes. respectfully you know what i mean yeah Just we are not continuously an anti, yeah, yeah we're not an anti-capitalism podcast like all of us think that people should be making the right amount of money but when it comes to the success that some of these companies are having because they're able to just completely create a staggering gap between themselves and the actual workers doing the hard and heavy work i mean it's fucking staggering it's, it's ridiculous like yes the ceo should be making the most money he's the one making all the tough decisions but the ceo shouldn't be making you know a hundred percent more than the fucking factory workers yeah i mean like i said we used to have like a certain societal 
like golden rule that we would like view CEOs as like we would see it, see a CEO in the 1970s, 1980s and almost like as a society they would think to themselves, well they should be making like 20 times what the janitor in yeah. their company is working. And that was kind of like the golden rule of the time. But like we have completely forgotten about any sort of like rule like that to hold um, those top executives and decision makers in those companies to where that number has just completely skyrocketed into like maybe a hundred, a thousand times what the lowest workers in those companies are making on a yearly basis. Well, a rule like that would be kind of skewed. Like, yeah, imagine, would, imagine like a, change. imagine like a warehouse worker for a company here and then a warehouse worker for Amazon. You know what I mean, you can't, you can't compare it by a 20, by a tw- you know, by multiplying by 20 by those people. No, no I'm not saying the 20 is the, the or number just I was any giving number. that. Even, even any number, even yeah. any number, X wouldn't, it just, they couldn't be universal. The the way, the way that I've seen that that's like handled in a lot of places is that they have sectoral u- uh, unions where like the whole hospitality sector will um, negotiate for wages yeah. rather than or like the whole warehousing sector will negotiate for wa- wages. Yeah. The whole oil sector will negotiate for wages rather than like comparing a warehouse to an oil job or like, you know, and, and yeah. that's supposed to iron away a lot of those differences. But like, I get what you're saying. You, you can't take a hard, a hard number, a hard, number, a hard rule. I mean, we, we can't even agree on how we should pay them. Why? And there's three of us in, the, in a room like, it seems like uh, starting off, they immediately have an idea of what they should be paying these warehouse workers and what the CEO should be making. When instead, it should be like you said, a negotiation of like, all right, like uh, the guys that are filing this, the guys that are collecting the trash, the guys that are, you know, doing the heavy lifting. Everybody should be, should definitely be. Onto the wine final thoughts, guys. Uh, overall, now that we've uh, had a full glass, what do you guys think? Let's go around the room. Uh, J, uh, MF, May. What do you think? I like it. I like it. It's a good, easy wine to drink. Um, yeah, it's not very complex, not at all. But uh, but it's a good, it's a good, you know, end of the night drink. You don't have to have it with dinner. I would even say if you don't drink wine, you might like it. Yeah, no, yeah, percent. Good point. If yeah, if you just like, if you just want to try something different, the alcohol percentage is very low. It's only thirteen percent, mm-hmm. which is good. You know, thirteen percent is not low, homie. You think thirteen percent is high? It yeah that's on the higher end dude. I think like higher. fifteen and higher. fifteen is high, but thirteen is high-ish. High-ish. Yeah. So what's low like ten? You think? S- like s- I've seen Alberinos for like seven percent. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love me an Alberino. Alberinos are nice. Like a white Alberino. But I don't know if that's Aren't just like a white thing. White? I don't know if that's a white yeah, thing because I think like reds are naturally higher alcohol. Yeah. No. For sure. For sure. Uh, I really like it. I think it's. I think you could buy a case of this and not feel bad about it. It's uh, it's worth the price. It's definitely worth having, and I recommend it if you are, like I said, having a friend over. That's definitely the occasion I'd have, and you just want to try something, or if you want to buy a case of this uh, for a party, I think this would go perfect. Oh, there it is. You sure, this isn't fifteen percent. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break and then go into the main topic. Alright. What do you guys think about my new look? I'm parting my hair. What do you guys think? It's nice. Not a fan? Fans? I like it. I How do it. we feel? Feels very Korean. Looks <laughs> good. 
I, I like I it. I was very inspired by Squid Games. Really you look like an anime character. I, that's what I'm going for. I'm trying to look like Super Saiyan 2. What's that Trunks. one? Maybe not that anime character. <laughs> Trunks is cute, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do look like Trunks. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm going for. Trunks is the go, bro. Favorite Dragon Ball character. Trunks is my favorite. Trunks Dragon is pretty Ball. fire. He's, he's got that sword. He's got, dude. He's got the Z Ooh. sword. Mm-hmm. God damn. Fire. I mean, I think Gohan, fucking during the Cell Saga, mm-hmm. gas, dude. They fucking that one too. Bro, Gohan is, is. Have you seen any anime? No. Are you interested <laughs> at all? No. <laughs> You're not interested in anime at all. I feel like it's one of those things I could definitely get hooked to, but I just don't. Dude, I just don't have the bad. time. And they're short though. They're only yeah. like twenty episodes each. I mean, they're pretty short. Yeah. Each. It's it's the reading too, because uh, most of them are dubbed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. The Dragon Balls, yeah. Dragon Balls. Well, dra- yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dragon Balls all dubbed. I recommend that. Uh, My Hero Academia is pretty good. Attack on Titan is by far one of the best. Uh, Death Note. Really is good. Attack on Titan about like mechs and robots and stuff like that? No, it's actually about these giant they look like humans but they're just like 30 40 up to 100 feet tall and they just attack this town that is surrounded by walls and they're trying to wonder how did they breach it where did these special titans come from Uh, i couldn't recommend it i liked it so much that i read the manga before the anime was finished i was like i gotta see how this shit ends it's like game of thrones but okay it's asian people yeah beautiful asian people couldn't recommend the show enough. All right, people. With that being said, speaking of Asian people, we're going to talk about our siblings. Oh, Asian people. <laughs> uh, so we are actually all three the oldest of our family, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, we'll kind of just go around. This is going to be more of a kumbaya, lighthearted uh, episode. Uh, I, I disagree. I feel like this is going to be some borderline therapy type shit. But. It might be. It might be. Also, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a different episode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so first of all, how many siblings do each of you have? Uh, we'll start with one. I have two. I have a younger brother and I have a younger sister. Um, They are... Yeah, what's the age difference? So how old are you and what's I'm, the age difference? I'm 25. My younger brother is 20... Three, yeah, and then your younger sister, and my younger sister carry the three. Minus she's the thirteen. <laughs> no, fourteen. She's fourteen. Yeah, I thought she was younger. No, she's for thirteen. 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 Last time I spoke to you, I thought she was younger for some reason. I thought she was like she probably she probably was at that time. No, I mean like <laughs> like like a month ago when I spoke. No, to her. no, she's thirteen. I know she was. I know you were already like a teenager. Man, she might even be 14. Is she in high school? She's she's around. She's there. in 8th grade. Boom. So, so she's probably 14. 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay? I have three little younger brothers. I have one that is you 17. I have, I have one that's 17. He's that old already? Yeah. Jesus. I have one that's 13 and I have one that is 4 going on 5. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I also have two siblings. And I'm 24. So what is the age difference? So you got what, six years? Joseph was like eight when when he was born. Seven. I was like, I was eight when Joseph was born. Damn. So he was a young... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God damn. And then your youngest is even... Well, not the youngest, but the second youngest is even... Even younger. 13. Yeah. 
Uh, I have two. I have a younger brother and a younger sister. There's a four and a half year difference between me and my younger brother, who is 22 now. And then my youngest sister is seven and a half years. So she's in college now. She's 19. So we're the oldest of the bunch. Um, Overall, what was your relationship like growing up with both of them? Was it the same or different? Uh, I guess I can take this one first. Uh, With my brother, it was definitely fighting a lot. Like a lot. Almost every day. With my sister, it was a little different because she was so much younger. She was a girl that she was overall babied. And she is listening to this, so fuck you. Uh, She was babied and spoiled. So my relationship was always kind of like of making sure that I wasn't being a total asshole and she was just completely spoiled. Uh, so Juan, what about you? I feel like you didn't tell us enough there, buddy. No, we'll get into it, but all right. <laughs> that's just, um, just, just a little what surface. Was the relationship? Yeah. What a little was the surface work. I mean, growing up specifically, mm, we'll get into more details, but yeah, w- with, with my younger sister, um, I grew up. I mean, you were a teenager at the time. Yeah, I was a teenager, so like, she would even say it herself sometimes when when she was really young. I would almost be like a third parent, kind of like taking her around places, you know, because that's kind of where you are at that. Yeah. And if a, you have a toddler, young sibling, and you're old enough to know better, so that was my relationship with her. Um, I now though it's kind of developed into, you know, me being like the more kind of hard ass that my parents never really are because <laughs> like i'll yeah i'll just start to you know i'll start to ask her what time uh she did her or if she's done her homework to do her homework tell her to go to bed uh things like that uh when when she should be doing those things already right yeah um but yeah so i've taken that approach with her so now i would say she used to be she used to be a really big fan of me now not so much because i'm kind of the hardest yeah mom and dad are easy on her yeah um well with my brother we've kind we're in so i guess kind of close enough in age that i would say probably the closest of the three of us to some yeah sibling in age yeah that like we kind of we ran hot and cold like we would be really good friends and like we wouldn't stick like i guess have a lot of uh interaction for like a few years and then another another few years we would kind of drift apart and like not really like yeah i mean we're still we would always okay but sometimes we would run closer than than other times when we were growing up because i mean he's in he's you, you know he's around my age he has his own interests likes like he was always a little bit more into video games i would say than i was Okay. Or a lot more, yeah. I was only like casual. While I would say he's like um, a pretty hardcore guy. Yeah, pretty good game. So yeah, but I would say that that was my relationship dynamic. It ran kind of hot and cold with him and with my sister. Right. She used to be a big fan of me as a youngin, and now that I kind of have to be like a hard ass, she's still a fan in some points, but like she knows that I kind of have to be a hard ass. So she, yeah doesn't view me as friendly as she used to yeah what about what about george man it's it's a process it's been it's, a, <laughs> it's different in different stages yeah, I was so much i was so much older than them when they were little so i like do you have the biggest age difference yeah because yeah, I mean, if he said yeah, yeah by far by far they're 17 yeah 
So, yeah, I mean, when Joseph was born, he's, I mean, helped take care of him. You know what I mean? And watch that kid at, so you're at like what, nine, seven? ten. Yeah, like eight. Not only eight. Jeez. When he was born, then Uriah was, I was like 11. So, I mean, I was, I was growing. I mean, I was already big when they were little, little. So, yeah. they're at that little stage for a while. So, I was more like a, like an older, older brother, but like took care of them, you know, watched over right. them type of thing. It wasn't like a type of relationship where it was like, you know, where you could like hang out. Which is just starting to be more recent like that. Because there's a period there where... Well, those are so young. I left for... Well, when they went to like a really big age like age gap of like growing up, that's when and I... They also I, grew that's up when together. I, that's when I left for like college and moved out of the house for, yeah. for like four years. I didn't see them for a couple years in that period. So, it was... Uh, yeah, so... A growing yeah, dynamic. Yeah, so I missed a lot of that growing, like that stage between like, you know, like fifth through eighth grade. Where they kind of became like teenagers. Yeah, where they started growing into their own and then kind of came back when they started getting a little bit older. So yeah. now that they're a little bit older, it's it's weird because you, you're you at a stage where you're like, you're, almost you're like watching them and you're taking care, but now they're like, have their own ideas, have their own thoughts. And then yeah. it's a different type of like a uh, respect type of thing now. So we'll no, for sure. But it's cool. It's cool to see that they're getting big now. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. My, well, my siblings are the oldest in the room. Um, it is weird seeing, like, especially my, my older brother, uh, well, of the, of the two, he's, he's younger than me, but yeah, like he is becoming an adult. And so I've always, we've always been like in and out of each other's lives because like I went to college when he was still only a freshman in high school. So I like, I was completely out of his life from that point and he would only see me like, you know, a couple times a month and then, uh, when I came back home and I started living at home, he actually moved out uh, when he was 19. A couple of times he ended up living in Madison for a while and he ended up traveling uh, the country with a construction company. So I just missed like him becoming 18 to like 21, which is always really interesting. And you know, now that he's like, we're both adults and like we're able to talk to each other. It is weird because you almost always see each other in a way of like, well, that's just my little brother. But in a sense of like, now he's a fucking grown man and he's making his own decisions. So now with my little sister who like him and I, uh, what about now though? What's your relationship like with it now? I know we kind of touched upon it, but you know, it's getting, it's getting better. It's, yeah. It's, it's a learning curve. There's an age where you just like hate each other. And never, never. No, never hated them. You no. never like, throughout the years were like I am gonna argue no, with me tiny. and my siblings there was a big age group where we like hated and now looking back at it and like you know obviously years of therapy you realize like it was just the environment and it was just like you know yeah, things that maybe you couldn't control that ended up playing into the situation that definitely had nothing to do with the sibling it was just the sibling was the closest in age and the person that was right there yeah so it ultimately like yeah what about Juan yeah I mean I can I can relate to that I I had some ages where me and my brother like I said we would run hot and cold and cold would sometimes be like angry at each other and like not really physically fought no we've never fought like thrown punches but we pushed each other and shit like that have you yeah with Omar yeah like like punches yeah he threw a punch to you yeah, and like we were older than we should have been. You're so much bigger than him, though. Yeah, I was. Gonna yeah, say. but it was like I couldn't hit him, and it's like so. 
Not even a slap? No. What I, do you mean I you couldn't, couldn't hit him? I would have slapped He started him. punching you Bro, and you I felt would, like you I, had to take it? Yeah. Well, because I... Dude, at 21 or... Tw- I think I was 20... It was when he had... You, you might have gotten in jail, yeah. <laughs> it, it, dude, I, I if you react, know. yeah, you might like go He was over 18. Yeah, he was over 18. I was oh. already in my 20s. And we just had an argument that sh- just escalated for no reason. And, and it escalated, like, again, because of the environment that we were in. Uh, it escalated, and I was just trying to hold him so that he wouldn't hit me, but he was, like, actively swinging at me. And, you know, I don't blame him at all, and, like, I understand why he did it, because I was being an asshole at the time. But, yeah, I was like, dude, I cannot. I'm twice his size. Like, if, I mean, you guys have seen my brother. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not his fault yeah. that he's a little bit skinny. Dude, That's what? the genetics we got. Yeah. <laughs> so That's rude, bro. That's rude. Humble flex. Yeah. <laughs> Humble brag. It was, you know, we're we're thin people, so <laughs> we're thin people. <laughs> Dude, I never got in a fight with my brother, but once I got in a fight for sister? my brother, like he was, he was essentially getting like pushed around by this like tomboy girl in my grade. How quickly, <laughs> bro? I shit you not, yo. How quickly from seeing it happen? Because I got a story that I want to tell now. But how quickly from the moment you saw it happen to getting involved? Okay, so let me paint a scene for you, like, Beautiful. where it's it's winter, I'm in a church parking lot, there is a... The worst place to be. Some sort of food raising, uh, or a food fundraiser right. in the basement of the church, and there's, like, huge mounds of Catholic snow church? outside, yeah. Oh, those are the St. Andrews and Delavan. Oh. So, we'll yeah. leave that name out. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, a lot of the kids are outside. It's winter. There's huge snow mounds in the parking lot. So, you're playing on the snow mounds, jumping Mm -hmm. around, doing whatever. They're quite literally, like, 15 feet high. Like, very tall. Jesus. Um, And my brother was out there. And I don't remember how or why, but his ass was, like, essentially a a tomboy girl that was, like, a gangster wannabe. Actually, her dad was in and out of jail. A little chola. You know what? I'm gonna say she was not a gangster wannabe. She, her dad was a pretty gangster <laughs> guy. Like, he, yeah, like she told me some stuff as we got older Did about like drug use and stuff like that. That like, you know what? I don't, I'm not gonna say wannabe because it <laughs> seems like you lived it pretty hardcore. So like, she, there's this this girl, right? Tomboy girl, and she's um, standing over my brother, just like holding him to the snow, pinning him to the yeah. ground. So I just go over there and I do the same thing to her and I just You're like nah bitch we're not doing this today. Yeah, I just took like I pushed her off of him and then Good. I and I held her down to the Good. snow. But bro, she fought for like half an hour. She had no quit. No quit. I'm just like wrestling to like hold position like a UFC fighter yeah. on top of her. You just wanted down. I'm just like bitch, just give up. Like just say quit. Like just say for you want to go home. Minutes. Like 30 minutes of her just like no leave me alone blah, blah. and I'm just like dude I'll just she... damn and she would not not give up and yeah eventually like adults had to intervene and whatnot. but damn I will say Juan is quick to action I don't know if uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, Juan, Juan, Juan's Juan's quick to hit a girl yeah no for sure what the fuck does we, that mean <laughs> <laughs> no there was one time where i was at a halloween party i think you you might know oh yeah i was at a halloween party and there was a certain gentleman who wanted to speak to me that i did not want to speak to who was not very likable in uh this area code and <laughs> county 
And he 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 like tapped me on the back. He goes, "Hey man, can we talk?" And I was like, "No." And this is in the basement. So the party was going on in the basement, and then there was an upstairs. That was just the kitchen, the living room. We were told specifically by the house guest, "Please stay downstairs at all costs." So we're like, "Yeah, we can absolutely do that." So I'm downstairs. I'm doing my thing, and then like an hour later, you know, I'm a little faded. I'm a little double crossed. Go ahead, Juan. I was just gonna say I totally forgot that they asked us to do that because I spent a lot of time upstairs. Well, we did it. We did it afterwards. Don't get into that. But I was a little double cross, you know. I was cross fados, barbaros, and again, like an hour later, he taps me on the back and he goes, "I think I was like taking pictures and just fucking around." And he's like, "Hey, man, can we talk?" And he was a little drunk, and I could tell. And I was like, I literally said, "I was like, dude, I don't want to talk to you. Do not approach me again." And we're upstairs drinking water. I think I brought a bottle of wine, and that's why we were upstairs. Because I brought a bottle of Pinot Noir, and I was like, hey, I want you to try this. Oh, yeah. And we're upstairs, and I'm opening the bottle, and this piece of shit just corners me in the kitchen corner. And he's like, hey, man, I just want to fucking say uh, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's what you wanted to tell me? That's what you wanted to tell me. That was what was so important all fucking night. Right, all night you wanted to make a fucking deal about something that doesn't even matter. And so, one <laughs> like, not even a minute later after the guy walks away, comes up to me and he's like, bro, is it about to go down? Dude, I'll fucking, I'll jump your fucking, I'll jump in if I fucking have to. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I mean, he just said this and that. And you're like, nah, bro, but if he wants to fucking throw down, let's throw down. <laughs> And I was like, alright man, like it's good to know you have my back. It's a personal thing for him. Yeah. Yeah. It was personal. You really don't like him? Yeah, I really don't like him. <laughs> we, uh, we really don't like him. Yeah, we really don't like him. He's not that bad. He's pretty bad. You don't know him. Yeah, He's, you don't you don't know the ins and outs. Can you talking to the mic for God's sake? I know him, I know him. No, you don't know. I know what we're talking about. It's that tea, bro, and that tea be green tea. Bro, he's a fucking snake. He's a snake, he's a piece of shit. And uh on this podcast we did not endorse snakes. What's his name? Uh, we'll just go with uh, oh we usually call him garbage that's what I usually call him <laughs> that's not nice that's not nice guys. but it was nice to know that Juan had my back uh, back to the sibling <laughs> <laughs> what's a uh, fond memory that you uh, have of each other like that you have of each other cause one that really stands out to me is I think it was just a couple years ago when like after I started going to therapy my parents really wanted to go to Wisconsin Dells. So we ended up going to the Dells and then my brother wasn't able to go. But in that, like my sister and I really bonded together. And like, my sister and I have a much uh, more friendly relationship than my brother and I. My brother and I is more like professional. It's like, you know, I really want him to do well and be happy. And he obviously wants the same for me. With my sister, it's a lot more friendly because we're more similar in personality. Uh, so yeah, I would say the fond memory was definitely like just going to Wisconsin Dells. Like you had a really memorable trip there. Yeah, just like mm-hmm. being young and just like getting to know, each, like really getting to know each other as people. And like not so long ago, my brother and I were hanging out, and like just getting to know him as a person. You're like, I never knew that like you were this way, and you always hear stories about each other. And you know, he would be like, Do you have a drinking problem and i'm like no we ha- it's a it's called a podcast it's called a podcast <laughs> where we break are we wine. masking our yeah. alcoholism uh, somebody asked me the other day like oh do you like wine <laughs> you don't want to know uh, you know 
Tell me why. Tell me why my bar manager the other day had a similar like question. She's like, "Do you know anything? Do you know anything about wine?" And you just say. And I was, I was like, I don't have a wine podcast or anything like that. Don't slap me in the face. Yeah, like it's. Yeah, it is fun to be like, no, I, I'm, I'm more than I should know. <laughs> more than I should. What about Jay? Uh, fond, fond memory of you and the siblings? I Man, I don't know. I feel like when they were younger, all the times were fond. I don't yeah, know. Not they're just one that stands out specifically yeah there wasn't like oh that was really sweet we all went to mexico together i forgot that that was really cool when we were like super super young my sister was like oh no i never went to mexico with my sister never mind (laughs) (laughs) she wasn't born at the time my brother and i did you know what i did (laughs) my brother and i did go to mexico when we were really young i was five and he was three and that was awesome do you have any stories from mexico because i got a few stories from mexico dude it was it was the shit I stayed with my grandparents. Uh, my parents were in the process of coming over here, so it was just me, my brother, and an older cousin of mine. And yeah, we spent a bunch of time out there. We probably spent like a close to a month in Mexico, mm-hmm. and it was just us three hanging out, shooting all, the shit. Yeah, my older cousin is two and a half years older than me. Mm-hmm. I'm f- four years older than my brother, so we we're like a good age older. range, right? And yeah. so we were kids and just in Mexico with no rules, not having to go to school. And it was the shit, man. Dude, on a Mex- on, on a trip to Mexico while I was around 12, my brother was 10. That's uh, the perfect age. Yeah, we were, um, we went by ourselves, no parents or anything. God Because, like, you know, my my parents, if they would have gone over there, they wouldn't have been able to come back. Same like, with They mine. can now, but at that yeah. time, they wouldn't have been able to. And, uh... So obviously they sent us with like an older cousin or some yeah. aunts, uncles, like someone, take care of themselves. a trustworthy relative, yeah, right? Exactly. And they're sending you to ten aunts who like sh- n- normally live within like one square mile of each yeah. other, so they should be able to take care of you. Um, point is, I'm over there in Mexico hanging out, and it's like a pretty open block. Yeah. You, you're you're a kid. You're allowed to roam the whole town, essentially walking around during the day, like by yourself. Yeah, by by yourself or with like your cousin who's like Which is two years older than you. Yeah, and should probably not be trusted either. But you know, <laughs> you guys are just out there hanging out in the town, and uh, me and my younger brother were playing hide and seek while it was like I don't know in that twilight hour where it the sun is going down, yeah. but it's also going down faster than you think. Yeah. So we're playing hide and seek with the neighborhood kids. There's like 15 of us. Uh, we're out in the neighborhood in a subdivision that they're just raising and building up yeah and i would say like five minutes into the game i just hear ah and my fucking little brother fell into a construction pit that was like eight to nine feet deep (laughs) so he just fell in a a hole like that well it was probably gonna be a basement or something like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) And, I mean, dude, he found a good hiding spot. And, <laughs> and we had to like create like a a, human a chain of monkeys essentially, <laughs> and, like, bring him up with all these neighborhood kids. That's hilarious. That's did one he, little. Let's make it out. Yeah, we got him out of there. He was crying though, but I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You're a little kid. You're falling into the dark. There's yeah. no. You don't got a cell phone and a flashlight on no. you. Yeah. That's funny. And then on a different hide and seek game, dude, like same trip same mexico trip um we were obviously we're playing this time during the day 
and we're playing in, on our own property with her yeah. cousins rather than the neighborhood kids so we're keeping it local and he decides to get on like the bordering brick wall fence of the property okay where on our side you know it's our side our property and yeah. then on the other side it's a bull enclosure yeah and um a field of cactus or nopales yeah and he tried to climb the ledge to get onto the roof of the house and he fell over the ledge and fell off to the cactus and and into the bowls and we were all like what the fuck i don't want to go in there and die (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to go in there and die this happened to both your brother the same brother. yeah the same brother dude he felt he he had both of those incidents on the same mexico trip that kid's struggling all all while playing hide and seek dog like hide and seek was not his friend that was a sign send him back home Damn, That's bro. funny, man. Oh, my That's funny. God. Oh, that is awful. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, Rudia. Yeah, yeah my bro- it's okay. Yeah, my brothers are so different. Like, Joseph's so, like, the older one, he's calm. He's kind of a little bit more emotional. But then the little one is just absolutely just, just nuts. Just what does crazy. That mean? Like, he's just, Dude. as a kid, he was is just, like. Is that, like, high energy? Is that, mm-hmm. like. He's, he's chill, but, like, he's just, like. Very high energy. He's just, crazy like. Crazy smart. Yeah, talks back. They're smart. Everything is smart ass. Back. He just, he's just, I don't know. He, he just knows. At a young age, he's just like one of those guys that just people follow. Like in his classroom, like people just follow him because he just like usually just the things he says. Usually, like, the guys with older brothers yeah. are, end up being leader types because they yeah. like kind of have a window into a lot of yeah. He just like, but even as a relation model, even as a little kid, man, he just do crazy things, and you're just like, why? Like, it's <laughs> like that's the constant question with him is like, why? Just why? Why do you do that? Yeah. Like, I as a kid, he just he's that kid that like wouldn't want to go to sleep. He'd climb out of his crib at like one and a half years old and like uh-huh. jump out. We had to put weights on the door as like a one and two year old. We put like forty five pound weights, like three of them stacked. What the? He'd find a way to move them and get out of the bed. He just did crazy things. Like I remember one time he was, uh, I was, I had was in my room. He had been like two or three years old, and he, um, I just hear like I'm, I'm sleeping, and he comes into my room early in the morning, and he comes to me, and I'm, I lay on my, I sleep on my How back. Old are you? I'm probably like thirteen, fourteen. He's like three, <laughs> and I'm like laying on my back, and this kid just like all of a sudden I'm sleeping, and then this kid punches me in my nuts and i'm just like and i wake up i was like i was like who the? and i just hear little footsteps just going like running out of the room and he just like sprinted out but he's just like he's just crazy like that like you know what i mean like hitting you is gonna be a yeah like he just he he knows how to get into people's skin where he would just do it on purpose like he just he likes the attention like he loves the attention so he'll just like do stuff i was gonna like that. say yeah that sounds like yeah he loves the attention oh so like God, as a kid he'd do stuff like that and now it's like it's like I don't know, you know. What yeah, I mean? what if what did he grow up to be like? He's a good kid. He's a good kid. All the teachers like say he's a good kid, but he's just like, you know, he, you know, he's trouble. High energy. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, he's got the highest probability out of all three of us to get a girl pregnant at, sure. at, at high school. For sure. Like, jeez, you're right. <laughs> like he's he's that's a way to break it down. He looks like he looks like me now. Like he kind of yeah. looks like me like, like right a, now, but he's like, he's as tall as me. He's like he a looks, slimmer version. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah it looks really He's 13. Weird. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Damn, like, he probably still has another four inches in him, too. 
Oh, of height. Boy, I no, I, I mean, stopped growing at like eighth grade around his age. Damn, you fucking hit growth spurt early. Yeah, I was like five nine in like eighth grade. And then you were five ten, and I'm five nine now. You're five nine. Yeah. Shout out to all the short kings. Everybody under five nine. You you deserve oh, one too. I'm, I'm five you nine. I'm not under five, five nine, nine and young. Five nine and uh, shorter. Y'all deserve love too. Whoa, 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 how you put me in that category? Five nine <laughs> and shorter. Y'all deserve love too. That's what I'm gonna say. Hey, you know. Shout out to all the short kings out there. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe this episode. Uh, to all the short kings, uh, we wish you well. Luis is 5'10". I'm 5'11". He is not. Let's much. measure him. I don't believe George don't... is 5'9", by the way. Just I, saying. I think he might be a little bit shorter. I think it's shorter. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I think you're a little... I think you're probably 5'8". Interesting. And I'm... Yeah. Not that there's we should, a we difference. Should, yeah, we should be that, honest. Not should... that that changes you as a person because height doesn't matter. <laughs> we should do that one of these days. Uh, I have a tape measure somewhere. Yeah. Damn. Let's not do it today, cause you know. I Y'all smell to... that? Is that fragile smell or male ego? I smell. What the fuck? <laughs> Listen, let's, let's, let's do our love. biceps and our and our quads. <laughs> let's Jesus. Let's measure our cocks. Yeah, I was gonna say measure our <laughs> dicks while you're at it. The only way to measure your cock is all the way back at the asshole. How much do your balls weigh, by the way? Dude, I got old man balls, unfortunately. What does that mean? Dude, they're just big. That means that they sag like yeah, all the way to his big knees. And old. Yeah. What does that even mean? What do you mean? <laughs> that means, why do they get bigger as you're older? What do you Gravity, mean? baby. Yeah. Dog. You know, like, older women have... That doesn't mean they're bigger. Sex. That just means the sex. But it doesn't mean the balls are bigger. bigger. balls. Like, my dick just sits on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> it rides it like a baby in a car seat, yeah, you know? Exactly. It's just... Yeah, I, I was blessed in the wrong way. I just got unfortunate... Because... I wish they reversed the, the ratio. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. It's all right, man. You can't you can't have it all. All right, man. Uh, speaking of siblings, uh, was there favoritism or equal love given? To <laughs> what? The question is that. Was there favoritism? Mm. I can definitely say in mine, one hundred percent. I don't. It's, it's like my mom molded my sister to be exactly what she wanted to be, and my dad the same with my brother. It was like mom's favorite, dad's favorite, and, and, nobody, then, and nobody liked you. Definitely. Not. <laughs> that how you even each set of my grandparents had a favorite. Like my mom's. It wasn't you. No, my mom's parents uh, loved my sister, and my dad's parents definitely. I don't know. They're they're in Mexico. God oh. bless them. Uh, but yeah, no. I, there was always definitely favoritism in my family. Amongst my family, um, we we didn't have. I don't think the favoritism was favoritism. obvious enough. To be able to notice one amongst the parents, like towards one, either me or my brother, I didn't notice a like concentration of attention from either parent towards one kid, you know. Yeah. But what I did notice, and like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, as kids, you would have an affinity towards a certain aunt or uncle, and they yeah. would kind of like oh, adopt yeah. you, like under their wing, as like you're like almost like their special like nephew or or whatever yeah and and you just almost count on them like an extra parent it's almost like a second mom or dad yeah yeah Yeah, so you mentioned that so i i noticed that i i had like a plethora of like of my godparents uh, and uh, like a few aunts that were very 
took a liking to me and they were always trying to play that angle with me yeah. um but other than that i wouldn't say that from my parents i saw a lot it of favoritism, favoritism. for for with my brother but with my younger sister well, yeah I, mean, I, I like i blame it more on their uh wanting to work as much as they do that they are like super laxed on all like the rules and stuff that we had growing up there all that shit just went out the window with the youngest kid they're like they can do whatever the fuck yeah parents get way lazier as the kids the third kid can do whatever the fuck they want yeah yeah or you man jamie since like you have uh a mom who still has like somewhat young uh, kids do you think that she was less disciplined with them than she was with you i think it was the other way around she was less disciplined with me than she was with them Huh. But that's that's the way it should be. But because you but, think they learn. But yeah, that's probably the thing. Because my mom was young; she was eighteen when she had me, so yeah. she was probably, still figuring yeah, stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. figuring. She stuff was out. still figuring how to be a parent. Yeah, how so, to be an adult, I, which made too. me more like, which made me a lot more independent than my yeah than my siblings because I grew up with like a like literally a kid raising me. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. mean, it's really yeah. Because by the time you're five... So I, I learned how to do a lot of things on my own early on. Was it your mom and dad no, they together? No, they were divorced when I was five. Yeah, so it was just me and my mom. After five? Or After five, yeah. yeah. After five, so a lot of it was just a lot of independence. Like, I had a lot of freedom to really do. Yeah, just but do whatever you want. she got lucky that I wasn't much of a kid to do yeah. a lot of... You weren't bad stuff. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid she had me. She would have. Yeah. She would have. You were not travieso. Yeah. She would have been done. She didn't have to pull out the chancla. No, nothing with me. She never had to. Very easy. I can't remember. Yeah. Without that black Reebok. I really never got in trouble. I never even got like spanked or really got in trouble for anything. I just. When did you start misbehaving? Like ever? Really never. I mean, the only times we ever had issues was. I think when I was like 18. Those sluts over? When I was like 18. When Lindsay tells him to misbehave. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. When whoa, I was like 18. Whoa, whoa. Bringing those sluts over hey, and having raw sex. When I was like 18, I think, is when we started to have a little bit more. I got a nice outfit for you in the closet, Jorge. Confrontation. Oh, yeah? That's what Lindsay says. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm trying to see it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've, I've seen those elephant thongs. In the it's trunk. a little role play. The what? And the trunk fills up. Let me tell you that, boys. Ah, ah. What? So there was. Excuse me? So was there ever favoritism? I guess. <laughs> no. No, right? No, I don't think so. Miko, be careful! You're gonna wake up the neighbors. You're good. I was like, "Who are you talking to?" No, I just felt his foot slam. And by foot, I mean his giant cock, wake, which he has out. Um, so I guess that's Anyways. a good segment into the next question. Do you feel like you didn't have a proper childhood because you were forced to grow up sooner, being the oldest? And do you feel more responsible for doing so? Oh, I don't know. Because I definitely feel like, 100%. looking back at it, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily forced to stop being a kid, but I was forced to, like, oh, on occasion, put the kid shit aside and be like... Because my brother, unfortunately, had, like, uh, lung problems when he was born. So he had to have, like, an asthma mask. And um, it wasn't a big issue, but, like, you know, you just get, you're kind of forced to, like, become responsible from a young age. And my sister broke her arm when she was, like, two years old. So, like, you were, after that, it was kind of like, all right, like, make sure that if you're with your siblings, that comes first. So, not necessarily, like, you didn't have a proper childhood, but you are kind of forced to, like, all right, it's time to put shit aside and become the, like, the adult on supervision. Do you guys feel like you had that? 
I was the latchkey kid. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. The last what? A latchkey kid. Oh, yes. I know. Where, like, yeah. your parents feed you, but that's basically it. Yeah, that's... Come like, in when the lights are... Turned, yeah. The street lights are on. Like, my parents literally never checked on my homework or anything like that. Yeah. yeah I feel I feel like Juan. I feel yeah, like, like, that was literally... Yeah, that was... I just... Yeah, it, it was really like that. You know, like, I would... Bro, I would wake myself up for school at like in first grade. Yeah. I'd make my I'd wake myself breakfast. I would oh, take man, myself to school. Like my mom wouldn't even be awake at this time. <laughs> I would leave for school and she'd still be sleeping. No, I didn't have any of that. I'd have to wake her up to drive me to school, but I completely took yeah. care of myself for you know, majority of that stuff. Yeah. No, I was definitely woken up. I was working at like 12, 13 in a Mexican working? store. Yeah. You were working? Yeah, I worked at a Mexican store because my mom was going to her fucking work. And she was like, oh, well, I don't want to pay a babysitter. I mean, I guess she could have brought me around, but like... We'll make this asshole work. She didn't make me, but like, at that age, you're like, oh, well, I want some money. But like, what did you do? She should have told me no, you know? Like, <laughs> she should have been with the parent and been like, no, you're not going to work. You should be like studying or some yeah. literally anything Read else a fucking book literally anything else mm-hmm. yeah you should Where'd be working Mexican store? i was i was a cashier you should be working as a cashier at 12 years old you should not be working as i probably messed up people's stuff you for yeah. sure did yeah you gra- i don't know if people know this but like if you go to a mexican store if you spend enough money they're like hey you know feel free to grab a, a large liter cola on the way out yeah they do that yeah dude sometimes i would handle the money that like that People would uh, come into us Sending and be like, Mexico? yeah, trying to send money to Mexico. Sometimes I'd handle that shit. And I like what? question myself right now. I'm like, dude, I ha- sometimes I would handle like, oh, can I send $5,000 here or there? It's like, how the fuck did they trust me to do that? Because they would pay me like $20 a week. Like I would essentially like pay myself in Starbucks coffee drinks that I would take from the fucking cooler. But I would make like very little to no $20 money. $20 a week. Dude, you know, you know, mom in Mexico is like, I'm not getting the money. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting this. Did you know how you were sending the Mex- like the money? Oh, I mean, you just pick up the little red phone and be like, hey, quiero mandar Mexico a Chihuahua <laughs> or wherever you gotta send it to. Uh, mi nombre es Juan Antonio Marquez yeah, de la Cruz. Yeah. yeah, that's what the red phone is on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, it's it's literally like I'm the company gonna... sends it, and yeah. you really call a line, and then yeah, you just you gotta give them um like the information of the person that is sending money, the information yeah. that's picking it up, where to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Damn. not Mexican enough. No, you're not. You're definitely not. Um. They probably do that in El Salvador too, but yeah, but that was probably one generation ago. Your Americanized ass doesn't understand. Uh, would you have preferred to have been the younger sibling? Because yeah. Now, yeah. I don't think I would have been. I don't think I would. Yeah, actually, no. I don't know. Because okay, even if you they gotta deal with social media. That shit is like poison, bro. Yeah, the but it's also you making the decision to deal with social media. Dude, social media is crack. It is good crack. It's yeah. literally fucking crack. I I, don't, I understand that it's our decision, but like I literally deleted social media this week because I'm like, nah, not this week. Yeah, I'll like, delete it for weeks at a time. Not and I'm this like, week, devil. I'm like, nah, not this week. It, so that's you. <laughs> so right, that's you, an adult, almost thirty-year-old male with all Bro, the relax. all the will. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying almost <laughs> all the willpower <laughs> in the world, right? All the willpower <laughs> in the world. Thirty. I didn't mean that any I'm kind of way. Couple years Lu- ahead of me. Luis is, Luis is older. Than, 27. Luis is older than us. 
Bro. You're 27 this month. Yeah, no, y'all, are getting, <laughs> y'all are getting hung up on the wrong thing. Hey, all I'm saying old. All I'm saying is you have all the willpower <laughs> in the world. He's and yet, before us. you still struggle so. with like be funny deleting the app and bringing it back. Oh, that'd be funny. I'm give a good eulogy at your guys' funeral. I'm like, they thought that I was the old what man. What makes you think they'd give you the mic? And here I am. Dude, I'm going to take that mic. What do you mean? I'll give a good eulogy at your guys' funeral. I'll be like, you know what? They were all right. I'm like, besides their coke addiction, besides the times I saw them cheating all those times, they were good men. God bless. Rest in peace. Sounds like a wedding toast. <laughs> Sounds like Juan's wedding toast. I'm going to miss them every day. Jesus. I'm going to miss Juan's them every day of my life. But all those times I saw him, you know, doing those things that I told him I should have been doing. Juan, who's your best man for your wedding? It's you, baby. Why are you asking? Yeah. Why are you, yeah. Why are you worried about Georgia. it? Georgia. Yeah, relax. Damn. George. All right, into the next question. That's a mistake. All right. I think this is where we start getting really... I'm not very uh, <laughs> not reliable. <laughs> I would uh, pick someone else if I were you. <laughs> I think this is... How a, do I pronounce uh, this word? We should have a podcast on, entirely on your wedding. I would love to do that. Maybe. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. We'll do that. When is it? Don't worry oh. about it. Yeah. We'll worry about it when the time comes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the next question I want to ask is a little bit more personal. You got a lot of questions. Well, yeah, man. It's the sibling episode. I like it. Yeah. What is your ass doing? Play with the fucking wanky? Put that shit down, bro. No. What are you doing? It's good. If someone asks your younger sibling what you're like, what do you hope they would say? What do you hope they would say? Ooh. He's not too bad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, like that. Too I bad. like that. I like that. That's what I hope, right? Someone's asking your younger brother, hey, what's Juan like? You hope they would say he's not too bad. What about your younger sister? He's really annoying. Because then that's how I know you I'm You would hope they job. would say that? No, what do you hope they would say? Well, let's be real. I want because we do have. Okay, what do you hope they would say? Like, what do you want them to say? Oh, I mean... Your younger sister. Yeah, I mean, shit, that... But I feel like what you want them to say is what they are. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be acting... What would... Yeah. You wouldn't like, be acting different to them, you know what I mean? No, I understand, but, like, then there's also the question of what they would really say. Because I think for my siblings, I would want them to say, like, he's funny, he's, like, hearted, <laughs> he's handsome, he's, he's such an awesome guy... He, always uh, looks he's so ne- good never late always well dressed uh, and both of those have nothing to do with each other um, but what I would really say uh, for me is they would probably say like uh, yeah he was he's he's probably office rocker most of the time and you can't take anything he says very seriously like that's what they would probably really say like, probably, so probably I would needs say. to see a psychiatrist <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably, probably needs a couple more years of therapy before he's let loose uh, what about George? What would you hope they say and what would they really say? I feel like I'd hope they say what I feel like they would say now. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we could, you know, it's, I don't know. As they're growing up, it's been a little weirder, a little, you, a little okay, different. I, so I feel like what they'll say someone is. Someone who doesn't know you, yeah. let's say, starts working with your two brothers and they're like, oh, what's your older brother like? What? Well, that's different to tell a stranger than to tell me. No, a stranger. So, if someone asks your younger siblings, not a completely a complete stranger, what do you think they would say? They're boys. They'd be like, oh, he's cool. Yeah. Is that what you hope they would say or is that what they probably say? I think both. They'd be like, oh, he's cool. He's yeah. all right. 
Yeah, I feel like that's all you're saying. Kind of a nothing answer. But, but that's what they, you're saying to a stranger. <laughs> but, but if it was younger. to me, if it was to me, they're small. No, not you, not you. If but if they were saying it to like a stranger. Yeah, but if they're saying it to like someone that knew him, like if they're saying it to you, then they'd be like, uh, he's kind of. Yeah. So what about like if, if it was to you, it'd be different. It'd be like they'd probably be like. You know, he can. Because I have spent time around specifically George's younger siblings without yeah. you. Yeah. And I do understand the way they see you, honestly. Yeah. And it is interesting because I'm like, oh, like that's how they see their actual. Like, that's how they. Because I see you in a different way. I see Juan in a different way. Yeah. But then, like, because I, I worked with your younger brother and I spent time with your youngest brother. Yeah. Like, I do get the sense of, like, oh, like you get to see, like, the dynamic of. It's different. It's different because, like, so they were hard. so much younger than me. So it was like they see me more as, like, I can be a jerk to them at times, but I'm saying it as a way to, like... From a caring... But, like, a caring way of, like, parenting. Because it's yeah. like, I can't... You're even, like a even parental as, figure. Yeah, even as they're older, it's hard for me to just let go and be, like... Not that they're not my equal. Like, of course they are. But I'm saying, like, as in a, in a way of, like... Like, hey, like, listen. Listen up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is how you should be doing this. You know what I mean? Like, don't... You know what I mean? Like, that type of thing. So I feel like they'd be, like... You know he's he's cool, but he can be he can be a jerk to me sometimes. Like, but like he can be tough. Yeah, it can be tough to them. But that's just Cause that's yeah, the type of age that they're at. You know what I mean? Like I'm so much older that it's like I right. got. That's just how I feel. Like I, was, yeah, your mom is a hairdresser, and um, the time that she did do my hair, I was like at your house with your siblings and your mother, yeah. and your um, uh, your stepdad, yeah. um, alone for like five hours and i got to ask him questions that i've always wondered about you and they were answering them honestly yeah. and the fact that i was like oh this is how your family sees you yeah. and like each of them were answering just honestly and i'm yeah. like it's such a completely different because the way that i see i mean I, we've known each other for so long but like as an older brother the way they see you is completely different to what i thought they were going to see you as yeah because yeah, 100 yeah they were i mean they were nice you know, about it but they yeah. were definitely answering like a lot more honestly than I was expecting. Yeah. No, and they should, you know what I mean? Like it's just how, it's just our dynamic of how it is and like at some point as they're getting older, like that was a couple years ago, but like now this as, is only last year. Yeah, like as they're getting older now and like we're getting they're getting Closer a little they're, they're getting to the age to have their own ideas, it's getting a little bit more like where I let off a little bit and just trying to be their friend more and less of like a person that's like telling yeah. them how to handle situations, what to, you know, what to do. Cuz I guess that I guess that adds to the next question, which is has there ever been added pressure as the oldest and do you feel like you have to be a role model and are you a role model because in my opinion i did feel like there was added pressure not necessarily from being an older sibling but just like from being the oldest in my family and i feel like i did have to be a role model but i never was like i kind of just like i did what i thought was supposed to be right like go to college and get an office job and like make shit look like it's all together but i don't think i was ever like a true role model to them yeah. like maybe if there was more years in between us mm -hmm. where i had time to like get my shit figured out sooner right. i would have had time to like fully like all right i'm going to college let me make sure that they know that like this is something that you can do but it's maybe not necessarily for everybody and yeah it's it's a different dynamic yeah so i guess uh i feel like i don't feel the pressure but i definitely feel like i'm you know, are, like a role you model, like you are role model a role model to them definitely they look at you know they look at what i do because inevitably look, the they, first person they're going to get compared to is you yeah and i feel like they have they hear that all the time you know what i mean and they've had yeah. i feel like they've had pressure from it too of like hearing 
not that I'm something great because I'm definitely not. I've made a ton of mistakes. Yeah, you're kind of a piece of shit. But, but um, that's the but like the things that like on the surface level stuff, I feel like I look good on paper <laughs> at times, like because of like school was very easy to me. Yeah, I was good at you know good at sports and right. like that type of stuff. The surface level, so, like the teachers that they talk to and be like, oh, that I was close to yeah. that they're like, they get some of that pressure of like. Hey, like I worked hard for this. Like you need to work hard for that. You know, like yeah. you saw your brother, what he did. Like you need to start doing. So I feel like it was a lot of pressure for them at certain points. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like it's you know for both of us. You know, I definitely want to show them you know success. Yeah, I want to show them good things. So That's they don't. Have to, yeah. They don't want to make have to make mistakes that I've exactly. made. Exactly. But I don't. I don't feel pressure because of it from them. No. You don't feel added pressure. Mm-mm. Never did. No. What about Juan? I mean, I felt pressure, but, like, in a different way. Like, I felt pressure because there was, like, a lot of expectations on you as, like, the only English speaker Oh, when you're sure. growing up. I can't imagine that. Having to translate bills. Yeah, so, like, I felt... Having to a- make lot. phone calls. Yeah, so you would literally be, like, five awful. or six. Yeah. Like, handling insurance or who knows what. Yeah. Housing, stuff like that. And you, you're quite literally five or six. You don't know what a mortgage is. You don't know what these... Yeah, vocabulary to try to order, like legalese like, terms are. Yeah, haven't tried to order like pharmaceutical. Yeah, like subscriptions and. So I mean, like, and like my parents were freaking nineteen or twenty when they first got to the country, not speaking English. So. Yeah. So yeah, I had like when I I kind of felt that pressure. <laughs> it sucked. It, what do they say to you guys? Why do we send you to school if you can't even? <laughs> yeah, no, dude, it was literally yeah. trying to translate bills. Dude, am I? Yeah, I think that just it doesn't even come from being the oldest sibling. It just comes from being like the oldest sibling, like the oldest kid that your parents have. It fucking sucked. Like, yeah. There's a lot of times where I'm like, I was probably so like anxious because I constantly thought I was doing stuff wrong. Yeah. Because seriously. I just didn't know what I was doing. You're you have zero confidence in what you're doing or like what you're translating or for a lot of the saying. time. Yeah, and they're like, well, what is the teacher saying? And like, thank God I had like Spanish speaking teachers that could tell my parents I was a piece of shit in class because if I had to translate to them I would have been like no she says I'm good she says I'm good in class I turned into my homework all on time I'm good she says I'm a role model student yeah thank god I was good in school for like good grades but behavior was always the worst but yeah no I I had some behavior issues did you? (laughs) not not many but I remember oh my mom's crazy though there's a one story where she uh so um, and you know in middle school where they make you take this and like a language yeah so they make you take language as a seventh but there's no higher level ones so i already know spanish and i had to go into a spanish class so what i did for like the first couple of weeks is i just did the whole workbook while she was talking in class so we would race to do stuff and i already had it all done <laughs> like for the whole semester of just the book in spanish <laughs> So I the whole time I'd just be like messing around talking to people. I wouldn't even pay attention in class. Yeah, I just must messing around. Way. It got to a point where my Spanish teacher called my home and she's like, Hey, your son just keeps talking to my class. Um, I can't get him to stop. So what my mom decided to do is I'm walking into Spanish class one day and she's sitting right next to where my desk is. Did you know she was there? No idea. Um, and I sat down. Uh, didn't talk no one talked the whole like we nobody acknowledged that she was here the teacher didn't acknowledge that my mom was there but the kids all knew that was my mom and i had to sit there with my mom the whole class Did you period say hi? i don't remember i probably said hi but i had to sit next to her the whole class period with her in my classroom 
And then, oh, yeah. That so, is next level. Yeah. So, Did your classmates like, remind you about it for years? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember that as long Dude, time. I would have tried to block out that memory. But, like, yeah. I, she said that after I was, like... I don't even remember this, but, like, she said I was, like, crying because I was upset that I she, like, embarrassed me. Cried. I would have yeah. been, like, this is the worst <laughs> thing that someone's ever done. What are you doing yeah, here? So, this is my safe space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... you're not allowed. Yeah, so... God damn. She's crazy. All right, uh, she's, I haven't met her, no. She's nice. She's very yeah. nice. Yeah. Outspoken. Uh, very outspoken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I guess one of the final questions we go before we have our uh, questions that our own siblings wanted to ask us. I actually reached out to all of our own siblings and uh, we're all going to read each other's siblings questions for the other person that the other person doesn't know. Uh, if you could go back in time and say something to your younger self as an older brother in context, what would it be? So we'll start with uh, Jay. Say it to my younger brothers. Say it to yourself as, a, as an older brother. So you're going back, and it, with being an older brother in context, what would you say to yourself? It would. I guess to make it easier, on you guys, I, I, can, I, would, I can go first. I would say just like, damn. Because to myself, I would probably say, "Hey, put your bullshit aside, and just be an older brother. Like, no more like, what about me? Like, put that aside and be just an old, a good older brother. Like, don't worry about what's going on with you." Like, you'll be fine. Be a good older brother. Like, when your brother needs you, be there. When your sister needs you, be there. Put your shit aside. That's what I'd probably tell myself. I would, I would say is just be, I guess, not that I was mean, but be be nicer in a way be of, nicer. like, talking to them. Like, yeah. yeah. Just be nicer in a way of, like, to, to speak to them in a nicer way. Yeah. Just because, I mean, it's, it's hard to discipline someone when you, like... Yeah, it's it's and you don't know how to discipline someone as a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're they were, I'm so much older than them that it was like I had to discipline, but I didn't know the right way of doing that. You know what right. I mean? So you're probably just, mimicking what happened to you, which maybe wasn't the right thing. Or right, right, right. Not. So yeah. I guess just be be easier on them. I say I probably be easier on them. Be easier on them. What about Juan? Hmm. I mean, I would kind of say like, along with. George, I would say like take a nicer tone and like yeah. be more Yeah, just like change my tone. I don't wanna like model like negative behaviors that I grew up with and yeah. like end up repeating those behaviors myself, you know, like so I would say definitely take like a kinder, like softer, approach. nicer approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. What about uh if you go back in time? And say something to them, to each of your siblings, like as an older brother, like what would you say to them? Because for me, it'd mm. probably be like, hey, just have have patience. Because <laughs> that older brother has got a lot of stuff to figure out that he doesn't necessarily know. So just have patience. Like he loves you. He cares for you. It's going to be okay. He's going to be there for you that's probably one thing that I try to do now as an adult is like I reach out to both my siblings like every week just just saying hey what's up how are you how's your week been and just stuff like that yeah you try to be more involved now right so that's probably something I would definitely go back and tell my siblings is like hey he does care just give him time like he'll show you in a different way but yeah he does what about uh, Juan I guess uh, what would you go back and tell your siblings I mean I don't think I would talk about 
shit, like, this is so weird because would I go back as myself in, like, with my knowledge that I know now? Yeah, you would just go back and be like, hey, with your older sibling, like, you would essentially be yeah. the third person. I don't... Would you want to say anything? Would I don't know like, that I would, I would like, talk about myself, but, like, to each sibling, I would almost say, like, with my younger sister, I feel like she has, like, almost, like, self-esteem yeah. things going on that, like, sh- really shouldn't be there, and there's, like, no reason for them to be there because she's, like, a pretty good social animal. Like, she... Yeah. Everyone talks to her, like... Yeah, like, so, like, I would just... For her, I feel like I would broach that subject and tell her that she doesn't need to be as insecure as she really is. Um, and then with my brother, I would broach a totally different subject. And I don't know, I feel like I would tell him to, like, diversify his interests. Because, yeah. like, I don't know, I feel like 10, 12, a lot of years of, I don't know, gaming and... Just straight gaming. Just straight gaming. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I feel... I, I wish he I developed a few other fun hobby-like activities that right. he could kind of once in a while dive into for relaxation's sake. Yeah. You know, like... Because he's a super smart guy and he knows other things that are useful. Like, yeah. And, and not saying that he's unskilled, unsmart, or anything like that. But I, I do wish that he would have pick up another thing that he could dive into and kind of form as a part of his personality. What about uh, J.M.F. May? Man, I don't know. That's tough. I feel like... I feel like all that I want to tell him, I could tell him now just because I'm so much older, older than him. Older than it. It would but still like, have the same impact? Yeah, I feel like... But then, I guess when they're little and what they're in, I'd be like... Stay tough. Don't. Maybe don't. I don't know, man. I feel like it'd be. I don't know. Yeah, it'd probably be like. I'd probably be like. Because there's probably so much that you want to say, but also not. Yeah, like don't. So much that you would completely influence how they live. Yeah, like don't. 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 Don't let the things coming up determine of how you continue to act like don't do as you see do as you what you think is right what you know is right right like yeah yeah for them it'd be like yeah definitely just don't do as you see just do what you think is yeah right to do. yeah like don't take the things or don't take your environment to heart like that's not how things are yeah like just, just stay tough that's not how things should be yeah that's a that's a good that's definitely a good point uh <laughs> who's feeling uh who's feeling brave enough to want to answer their siblings question first all right go first you want to go first yeah all right uh jay is actually going to ask you uh here's two your... questions one from your sister and one from your brother yours are like not even tough <laughs> that sounds great where do you see yourself in 10 years who asked him that was that his brother or his sister that was your brother okay Uriel. um where do i see myself in 10 years yeah where do you see yourself in 10 years uh, and by the way, when your fiance asked them that question, she sent me the message back by saying, "Very him," asked him, "Where does he see himself in ten years?" That it was very like him, very of him to ask that question. Yeah, I mean, 
So he's if things go right if we things go according to plan, like the way that I have like life visioned out right now. Yeah, manifested. Yeah, I mean, I would say in some fucking suburban type environment with like a kid and Alo. Yeah. Yeah. I I can definitely see that. Like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I don't. Aww. I don't know. I don't mean to like sound cliche or anything like that, but I could totally see myself doing that with either like one child or maybe two but i'm thinking yeah. one. maybe two maybe two but uh <laughs> and with alo and S- i would any dogs in the picture probably yeah yeah uh, we're, we're dog friendly people so i mean I, I would see myself in some sort of um scenario like that beautiful that's really nice but if, if things don't go according to plan i plan to sell everything <laughs> And make bracelets and wander the <laughs> Caribbean oceans uh-huh. in Mexico. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's the so if y'all don't hear about me in like five years, I'm probably in Cancun selling bracelets like the On ones the I bought from from the hobo in, in the beach in Tulum. <laughs> he literally told me that he sold everything and moved from Spain to Mexico to just build bracelets and just... He's live his life he's ever been yeah that's awesome bro. he he looked like jesus that's <laughs> too that's yeah sweet. what about uh, his sister that. what his sister asked him was a little bit more interesting yeah your sister said what's the worst thing you've ever done what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> when i read that i'm like wow <laughs> jesus that's a tough question from a 14 year old yeah <laughs> what's the worst thing you've ever done <sighs> worst thing that you've done you is, know what what Something that like eats at me that like makes me feel really guilty. Okay, when I was in eighth grade, I was playing basketball with like these three buddies, right? Or two buddies. Yeah. And they were really close friends uh, with a kid that lived near the basketball court and they wanted to go to his house to pick him up. And we were all, yeah, we were all close friends with him. Like we were on uh, sports teams together and stuff like that. But they were much closer friends with him than I was. I was like, yeah. you know, a little bit more on the surface. And uh, he's not home. They walk right in. They go into his dad's room. Yeah, like they're quote unquote looking for him. But I mean, like, obviously no one's fucking home. Like, so then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but they started like digging in through some drawers. And they took the dude's rent money yeah and like this guy lived in a neighborhood where there was quote-unquote a lot of mexicans yeah and the next week in school he was like telling me in his homeroom it's like oh yeah man like somebody came in our or like some mexicans came in our house and they like, stole our rent money this and that and like here i am like just having to shut the fuck up because like those guys were like close friends you know quote-unquote it's just damn did you get a piece of the money no, I didn't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even have been like, but at least I bought this. No, <laughs> I, I, I truly didn't. Like well, that, that sucks. So yeah, I was just a fucking witness. <laughs> so you just carried all the so guilt. Yeah, I just carried all the guilt. And at this point, I was like still Catholic as fuck. So there's that Catholic guilt. Like I haven't oh, even. Oh no! Did you tell him? No, I never told him. You should. Well, now you should hear this episode. You should text him now. <laughs> Definitely do not. Text I don't know. Him. I don't know. I can never do that. Do not do that shit. It oh, and this same kid who who had that happen. Now that I tell the second story, he's gonna 
he ever listens to this, he's gonna, <laughs> he's definitely, he's gonna know right away. That was fucking me. <laughs> 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 but on uh, this second story, um, I was hanging out with the kid who got the money stolen from him. Yeah. One of the kids who stole the money, and a different kid. Uh, right, we were all football players. We're all like, well, two of us look average teenagers and then the other two look like they hit their girls pretty early yeah i was more the average looking guy the guys who hit their growth spurt were like feeling themselves and they were like nah like where they were like alphaing out or something yeah. i don't understand but like these dudes were just walking the streets like feeling themselves right yeah and they saw some little like mexican kid who was like sagging his pants and they started throwing up hand signs at him they did that shit, and the dude's like, "What? What the fuck? This and that?" Yeah. And the dude's like, "What? You wanna? You guys wanna square up? This and that?" And the two dudes is like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Like, you bring another person. Like, we'll do it right now." The dude fucking makes one phone call, and like twenty five fucking Mexicans show up out of like four pickup trucks, dude. With one phone call. With one phone call. I, and we're like sitting in a parking lot where we were playing ba- basketball and we're all like 13. That's an efficient phone call though. Yeah, th- yeah that was an efficient phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like pre-social media too, so like props almost. You know, no like, Facebook group. He had to go like just... one at a time. Oye, carnal, llámale a blah, 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 blah. Damn, bro. But yeah, the the homie, and, and we were like the... T- we were like the two more cautious ones we're like yeah. dude what the fuck are you guys doing like yeah. don't go over there they're clearly gonna jump you like <laughs> there's a fucking half circle of like 20 men who are literally clearly gonna jump you if you believe this is gonna be two on two you're an idiot and they're like no 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 we already like said we were gonna we, do it we discussed our yeah, terms we, they're like no we're gonna do it and they went out there threw one punch two punches and then like they got fucking they got you know? knockers. Yeah, they the whole mob went after them, but did you uh, sit back? Fuck no. <laughs> like the moment we told the moment they started walking in that direction, we were like, We're bouncing, dog. Yeah, we're we're, we're bounced, we're gone. <laughs> like we're not gonna wait for them to beat your ass and chase us down. <laughs> we're out of here. Yeah, we're out of here. You can keep your basketball. Yeah, you can keep your fucking pride, dog. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. So they yeah, they got their asses beat. Um like, as they should. 15 seconds of getting their asses beat they stand up and book it props to them for being like some of the more fastest kids and like more athletic kids in our age range so they actually like got some distance were able to get away but they fucking got they got beat and they got shaken up and their face was not it wasn't brutal to answer the next question is actually a J mother effing May. Bro, Salvador and Mexico are playing right now. Fuck both those teams. Whoa. USA, Panama, that's all we're about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. All right. I'm just going to ask you these three questions that your siblings had for you. Mm-hmm. Just straight. Like, I'm going to say all three of them to you. Just say one. Just say one so I can answer one. Yeah, let's do one at a time. Just do one at a time. <laughs> she literally sent me these in one, two, three. Okay. Go ahead. Question number one. Mm-hmm. Are you going to marry Lindsay? That's question number one. Damn, dog. Question number one, are you going to marry Lindsay? What kind of question is that? <laughs> hey, that's Simply, what they wanted to know, yeah, dog. Question. How does anybody know that? How, do, how does, you know what I mean? How does everybody know for sure? You know what I mean? 
Like, of course, that'd be I like, guess, I, is it your it, intention? Oh, would absolutely. You say? Of course, that'd be like the plan, you know what okay. I mean? Okay. If, but yeah. like, I feel like that answers it. But yeah, I feel like you it, just, yeah. yeah you just, then, then it's your intention. It's not, yeah. a, not, it's not like a bad intention. Yeah, it's no. not like not, not that you know the future. No, right. but that's, yeah, of course, that's yeah. anybody's intention, You're right? Not a witch. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you don't stay for someone that long to not have that intention. How long have you guys been dating now? It's been two years. God damn, bro. That's a long time. Damn, that long. Luis, is that what? Luis, how many are you in Adrian? Dude, I'm only at 50 months. I don't know what you're making in the video. <laughs> Bro, he's at like, no, he's at like 80 months. Uh, We've been dating for... 96 months? Yeah, I'm at like 96. That's, that's like in that Grown Ups movie where they ask the kid that's breastfeeding how old he is. Oh, nice. He's like, he's like, he's 48 months. Yeah, he's four years old. <laughs> yeah, Luis, <laughs> Luis is seven years old. All right, question two. All right, question when two. When did you lose your virginity and what's the story? <laughs> Damn, I'm so Bro, glad I didn't is get is your this. questions, dog. What is this? Literally. Dude, yeah. you, you're savages. Yeah. You're not fucking like you. Jeez. Um, when did you lose your virginity? Man, I was like... Bro, I feel like they made a powwow together. They were like, yo, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, get yeah, together. Yeah. Like, we got to plan this out. Exactly. I was like, these are probably like... They probably didn't even ask these. Your mom literally replied by yeah. saying... My mother Hope probably... help. My, these are from his brothers. My mother probably asked these. <laughs> my mother's been wondering for so yeah. long i mean all right what's the story when, when did my baby become a man i was like you know an age between you know the age you inappropriate know. age at an age where what the fuck is. an age where i shouldn't have been the zodiac um, the sky was. i was i was 14 that is pretty young yeah um and what's the story what do you mean what's the story well, that's part of the question. It's like, literally, when did you lose your virginity, and it, what's the story? It just, it just happened. All right, you were a child, so let's not go. Into yeah, that. I mean, I was, <laughs> a, I was. I feel like it's. it's I was. Of, I mean, I was a kid. I mean, it was like we were at we were at their house. I was at their house, and it's just kind of something that happened. And it wasn't like it was something that gradually happened. So it wasn't something that happened like. Yeah. We started dating, and it, like no, there was obviously. Yeah, there's steps stuff between. between. Yeah. yeah. All right. But like. Yeah, young, t- an age too young to. Definitely. Yeah. Young. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. This final question is really, when is he moving out the house? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've already moved out the house. I left the house for. You've left the house what, like three times though? No, I I moved out when I was eighteen, and I left for about four. Man, about four and a half years. Yeah. Four and a half years. Um. I didn't come back till COVID, so once COVID hit, like where I actually moved back home, home, yeah. um, that's that's about when it happened. So last year, I went back home just because it's COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was no reason for me to live anywhere else just because I'd be spending too much money. Yeah. Um, and now I was supposed to go back to school um, for my DPT program. Yeah. Um, and didn't want to do that. I was supposed to leave this summer. So I was supposed to go for my doctorate physical therapy yeah. to my program and didn't want to go. So the goal is hopefully by the beginning of this year to get back out towards Milwaukee. I mean, beginning of next, beginning of 2022, wow. get back out to Milwaukee. Yeah. So I came back home end of middle of like the summer of 2020, mm-hmm. and then yeah, to now I've been back. It's been man. I, I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> Once you leave home for so long, it's like 
it's like it's just weird just to be back like right. it's just not your it's just not your thing once you once you've been gone right. for so long Maybe it's like they definitely got it's like a de- it's like a demotion anymore. from work it's like geez yeah like i know in the beginning it was necessary but now it's like to the point where i'm like man <laughs> this is yeah. this isn't <laughs> yeah, i need been, to get back out of here i've been away for a year now and i couldn't and when i'm even when i go to visit i'm like yeah because you left for college and then you went back for of like three I, years three four years to i home? left for college for six months came back for two years then i spent like a, a couple weeks out at that one apartment and then i, I came, remember that i came back and so now i've been gone for a year and yeah going back like dude even when i'm like in, on the phone with my parents i'm like this is awful yeah it's just <laughs> it's just not it because you're just too old for it because like uh, it's just like it's not the environment you can be around right. anymore because like you don't want to be told what to do yeah. but then you feel like it's just a weird dynamic at that point it's They're like looking at you like are you gonna are you gonna get the fuck out of here like are you gonna are you gonna yeah it's like what do you it's like you know what i mean yeah that, it's just it's the, i remember when i first my parents i was moving out and they were like no don't go and then once it was like getting closer and closer like do you need help packing up like can we speak like how can we make this as easy <laughs> possible i'll call your uncle he has yeah. a truck hey listen don't worry about it we'll get this shit we'll sorted out like two three days yeah <laughs> we'll take care of the u-haul don't worry um yeah no okay yeah, so, so that uh that just leaves who's got my siblings question i got you you got me I can't. I can't imagine that either. These are as tough as George. Dude, these are all easy as fuck. Yeah, can especially I, for my sister. I can imagine she. What's your favorite childhood memory of you and Mariana? Older than she probably thinks. There was a while when uh, her and I really got close. Go yeah, go ahead, man. You just don't need to the microphone. Don't like. Uh, when yeah, there was yeah, there was this is actually a really funny story. One time I got hammered at uh, my previous job, uh, and my brother had moved out. Well, this is when he was, I think, living in Madison. Yeah. And I came home, like, drunk, and I was just, like, really in my feelings and, like, missing him because I'm like, damn, I, you know, for obviously a lot of reasons. And I came home, like, just, like, drunk, and I was, like, crying when I walked in. And my sister was, like, awake watching, like, Netflix or something. And she was probably, like, a senior in high school. And I just, like, poured out, like, I miss my brother so much. And then she started crying, too. And she was, like, I miss him so much, too. And it sucks that he's away. That's probably one of my, like, not, like, a good memory. But that's when <laughs> her and I got really close when yeah. my brother moved out because we were kind of forced to, like, we just cared and loved him so much that we just wanted him to do well that her and I were like talking, talking about, about it a lot and yeah, bonding over just it always messaging him making sure yeah. it was good so I would, yeah I would go with that that's a good memory of her and I and that, we would constantly go get fast food together I would just be like hey let's go get food and she yeah. was like 18 and she's like why wouldn't she yeah so yeah why would she say no yeah I would say that year that my brother moved out it's probably just like her and I got really close alright now two these are from Omar okay no, I'm gonna do two. All right, go ahead. Where do you see yourself in five years? And then, what is a book that's like, wow, this really inspired me, or I enjoyed it? Oof. Um, where do I see myself in five years? I would say probably this podcast has a million subscribers. What's up? Like for sure. Like we're on all platforms, like YouTube, right. all of it. So first and foremost, 
Um, fuck David, David Dobrik. Dobrik. Yeah, fuck David Fuck Dobrik. the Paul brothers. Exactly. Fuck Coke Industries. Exactly. He said first and foremost. First and foremost. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Just, I'd probably be... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're so right. <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> I guess uh, in, by five years, I'd probably be married by that point. Um, the way that time works. <laughs> Time's forcing you to get married. Not even time, but just like I just think it's like at this point it's like bizarre that we're not even like it's not you know it's not bizarre. Um, I just I I want to own like a restaurant. Like I want to own an entity, like have property, like something to call my own. Um, and wow. yeah, like have my have a doggo, whether it's like hers or mine. But we both have a dog that can't stay with us because we live in an apartment, so it's tough. So. Bro, why didn't I get one of these questions? <laughs> that freaking sucks. Bro, yeah, your brothers hate you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I'd say, uh, yeah, just continuing trajectory that we are on now. And with, you know, obviously my my girlfriend and I and uh, continuing this because I'm having a lot of fun doing this. And uh, yeah, just wanting to create our own business and going forward with that. And, you know, still the three of us being involved in each other's lives and continuing the success. And uh, a book that really inspired me. Man, I don't know. I read a lot. Well, well then that should be easy, easy then. That's why it's harder. Because if you read not a lot, it's like, ah, uh, whatever. You just blurt out whatever you read yeah, last. Yeah, you're like, this is awesome bullshit. Green uh, eggs and ham. Green eggs and ham. That's a pretty inspirational book. One fish, book. two fish, blue fish, red fish. The Lorax is I'm inspirational. I'm just to see what I've been reading lately. Um... Damn, bro. Some good books out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just... Honestly, the books that have really inspired me the most are like fucking comic books and graphic novels. Uh, Invincible is probably one of my favorite comics of all time that I'd recommend. Who, who, what's the... Who's the superhero? Style or like... Do you guys know that Amazon... Um, Amazon actually is on Prime making it. It has a cartoon. Oh, okay. What, what, what kind of... Um... Like style, what would you compare it to? It's like, uh, give me like a template. It's kind of like Superman, but okay. I would, it kind of has like the same idea of Superman, but just like takes it so much better. But yeah, I would go with like Invincible in as a comic book and as a regular book. I think uh, the one that really put things into perspective for me. I'm looking at my fucking list here, and I, you know, The Art of War. Go, go read The Art of War by Sun Tzu. It's only like an hour long. You can kill it right away. But it is really interesting to think about like a Chinese military expert uh, during the early ages of time, how he was manifesting everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he was able to fucking conquer half the world. So The Art of War was actually really, and it's short. So I, that's what I recommend. <laughs> I watched a scary movie called Midsummer. Bro, oh my it? God. There's the most fucked up movie i've ever seen in my yes! life i saw it like two years ago yes! it is so messed up oh bro. my god it made me like it, it's like it's not a scary movie it's more like hard to watch yeah and there was a uncomfortable scene, there was a scene that made me so uncomfortable i literally the sex like, scene? I, re- I i rented it and i turned it off at that moment i couldn't even watch it bro i just like my mind was just so like is it the sex scene where all the girls scene, are like so touching themselves and watching one girl get fucked yeah it is so messed up like it's not even it's not even okay, dude. Like, and then how the girl cast a love spell on the guy to yes. like have him eat her. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's just so messed up. Like, 
if you want what is this movie about i've not seen it it's, okay Nor it's supposed to be like a like it's like a what are they called? Like a so so the setting is it's a group of students, PhD students and college students, um, all together in a little gang, and they have one friend who's from Sweden, and the dude like grew up with no parents, but he was raised in a commune by like a hundred other people. So how is he in America? Like he's, he was a college student studying. Oh, so he came from psychedelics. Yeah, he all came. Like psychedelics when he gets. Yeah, there. when the the moment they get there, they arrive into a giant green valley and pasture in the middle of like mountains, snow-capped mountains all around them. Yeah. You see flowers and fields and these really idyllic scenes. It's beautiful, and so the group of Americans are are chilling there and they're offered magic mushrooms and they take them. Yeah. So they're feeling great, you know. They're feeling great. Um, they walk. They're walk. Um taking part in their group celebration they're having a every 90 years they have a festival to celebrate the what's it called um midsummer cycle and the oh, summer solstice that's what they called it and it's a, it, they present it as like a pagan almost like indigenous to northern europe type of group where they would have all these rituals and things like that for example, the one that was pretty graphic, um, when they had the whole group right there, all participating in a group ritual, doing the dances, chants, things like that. Then they go to a cliff, and two, two oldest members of the group uh, go onto the cliff and proceed to jump off in front of everybody. And two of the yeah, exactly. Two of the Americans are rightfully freaking out and like, oh, what the hell, this or that. I want to leave so then they get escorted out but you don't really find out what happens to them until later in the movie and I'm not gonna spoil it but yeah so there's all these little events that happen like that they see on the wall that there's this picture of a woman cutting off her pubes and putting it in food and then feeding it to somebody feeding it to somebody I shit you not she feeds it to somebody and that person falls in love with them so she did that later in the movie and that's where that scene where I was describing happened. She did that to a guy, and uh, the guy, because he had taken magic mushrooms as well. Again, um, I don't know if it was the mushrooms or the spell worked, but he ended up fucking her, and he, like he met her in a barn and on a bed full of flowers, and then she's just chilling there, like, "Come on, give it to me, daddy," and like he goes on and does this thing, and there's like a half circle of like eight to ten women naked all these are like the elders of like because she's having her coming of age you know and so he's sitting there having sex with her and as she's you know feeling herself and orgasming the rest of the women orgasm with her and they're all like chanting in unison and they're all chanting oh it's terrible it's weird fucking terrible it's weird it really, it really weird movie. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's it's a good scary movie. <laughs> weird movie. You gotta watch. It's super it's disturbing. a good scary it's movie. movie yeah, you gotta watch it. Super disturbing. Hey, spooky it, it season makes you, right It now. makes you think the type of power that you have, like as a person. We have. Yeah, like as a person, like these people, like like the things you, you could just go off the rails and do something like that on your own if you really wanted to. Is what I'm saying. And Start like, a covenant yeah, in, in the like, rural it's area. It's disturbing that like those ideas are even out there. Like the fact that it's just like uh, like you can literally do whatever you want. It's kind of 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, free will is pretty free will. And then when you find other people that are living the same free will as you. Oh, man. Uh, Jesus. Well, there you go. There's uh, the closing statement. Go watch Watch Midsummer. Midsummer. It's spelled like Midsummer, but with an O instead of a U. Beautiful. All right. And with that being said, thank you so much for joining us on another week of Bro Taste This. We'll see you next week. And enjoy... You know what? Enjoy some combo VFO red blend because that shit was fire.